Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, 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 and welcome to another episode, another show, another podcast of Doug and Renee, Married Life. That's it? That's it. Married life. <laughs> Married life. Married life. Yes, we are back. Married life. Oh, I just hurt my finger. Okay, now they know that in podcast land. Yeah. He trying to be extra, that's why. I knew he was going to say that, but <laughs> I just hurt my finger. Oh. Oh. Woo, woo, woo. You want me to kiss it for you, baby? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. All I'm right. play hurt. Take one for the team. Okay. You know how we do. All right, then moving right along. Oh. <laughs> we are continuing our discussion. Where art thou? Where art thouest? Yes. In other words, where are you? And if you want to know the context, then you need to go and listen to episodes one and two. Or and, two and one. Or two and one. Preferably one and two so that you can hear the foundation we laid in episode one and then picked up where we left off in episode two. Yes. So this is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, dear. And so I just wanted to say uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. To everyone out there. I believe Thanksgiving is just a, an American holiday. It might be, but it's never a wrong time to be thankful yeah, or to be grateful or be appreciative of what you have and who you have. Yeah. So in the, in the, in the same, same vein of thought of where art thou, where are you? Um, we went out this past weekend. We went out this past weekend, and we saw uh, went to the mall, and we saw some. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea what you're about to say. Advertisements, but not advertisements in the mall. What when you see people at the store? What do you call the things in the window at the store? Advertisement. No, uh, no the marketing. Things in, the things in the store, like the mannequins. The, the display. Displays. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. We saw the displays in the store. Okay. And it was for Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Thanksgiving. And so you and I had a little conversation about Friendsgiving versus Thanksgiving. And again, I'm I'm going to tie this up into where are you? So to come to kind of put a bow on this thanksgiving has always been in now conversations one of the holidays that people can't market can't make money really off of thanksgiving mm-hmm. because it's it's the one holiday we have here in america for the most part where you know you're just being thankful you're thankful for your family thankful for friends Loved ones health so on and so forth right. get together break bread yeah. enjoy each other's company yeah there's really not a, a way you can market Thanksgiving. But when it comes to Friendsgiving, Friendsgiving, is it Friendsgiving or Friendgiving? 
I think it was Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Okay. When it comes to Friendsgiving, then it was, um, you know, you bring gifts, you bring, you know, different things. And so, again, talking about where are you, if you know where you are and you're strong in your belief, then you don't, you don't have to change anything. I don't have to change. I don't have to try to be part of the in crowd or what's changing or, or what's the word I'm looking for. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm-hmm. Not to say that Thanksgiving is a Christian holiday. I don't know if it is or isn't. You may know. I don't know. But God's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So we don't have to change with the times per se. We don't have to leave our, our traditions. We don't have to leave our faith so we can do something new, something different, so we can be a part of the 21st century in crowd. Because every, every time the wind blows and people go a different direction, that doesn't necessarily mean that's God. Mm-hmm. So just be careful when you are uh, following the pack, following the new trend or whatever the new normal is that we in America in 2022 say it is. Um, there are some things that just stand the test of time. And if you know where you are, if you know what you believe in, then you won't be swayed by the different things that pop up. Um, throughout the years, mm-hmm. now, I can't. I'm looking for the word, the different um, fads or different. What's the word, the word for fad? Different trends. Trend. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. See you that helping you, me that out. That you see in society. Yes. Where society tries to dictate. Okay, we're not doing Thanksgiving anymore. We're doing it this way. Yeah. And then people start falling in line and doing it <clears throat> the way society would dictate instead of standing firm. In what you believe and what you um, your faith is or what you feel comfortable yeah, doing. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. Where are you? So again, again, so we're still talking about where art thouest? Where t- art thouest? Where art thou? Go ahead. <laughs> so we had a, a while back, we had a gentleman come to the church. Well, he's a member of the church. And he was, I forgot what um, what his actual title was or what department he worked for but it was like national 911 uh call center and so it wasn't your local 911 it was national something and he's a member of the church and so i remember him going up there and he was being interviewed by um dr anderson and he said when you call 911 he said they train their operators to say where's your emergency they don't say what's your emergency, but where where's your emergency? Because he said, and I remember him saying this vividly. He said, because if you don't know where you are, how can someone help you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, where art thou? Where are you? It's not necessarily, you know, what what's your problem, but where are you? Because we wanna we wanna give you the tools that God has given us. Uh, to help you navigate um, whatever problem you may be going through. Um, Again, we don't know every problem, but we want to just give you the tools that God's given us. But you have to be able to say, this is where I am. Have an honest assessment, going back to what you were talking about last week. Have an honest assessment of this is where I am. Right. I'm here. Because I think that part um, is the most important part. 
because sometimes you have to, as um, Paul said in the New Testament, I don't remember where the scripture is, whatsoever state I am in, I learned to abound and I learned to abase, meaning I learned to be content mm-hmm. in whatsoever state I'm in. Identify where you are and basically, you know, this is where I am and stop kicking yourself because you're not further along in a situation or past a problem, but just identify where you are first. And then you could begin to work on improving yourself or improving whatever it is that you're trying to improve on. But sometimes if you don't know where you are, how can you know where you're going? Mm -hmm. How could you, uh, how could you be uh, equipped to move forward? It's like getting in the car and saying, I'm going to go, to um I don't know. You're gonna you you're gonna go drive across country from New York to California, but you don't even know you're in New York. And so you're putting directions in your 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 app that tells you how to get somewhere, mm-hmm. but you don't even know where you are. Now the good thing is most of these apps already know where they you are. They'll tell you where you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um but just for the sake of this example, let's assume that it doesn't. And you have no idea. Back in the day before there was an app and you were printing out a Map. directions yeah. off of the internet, you had <clears throat> to know where you were. And so I think it's important because you can't get to where you're going if you don't know where you are pre- in the present moment. And sometimes, and I'm just going to speak for myself. We Christians, we, you know, I believe in faith. Trust me, I believe in faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. I understand having a positive confession, speaking those things that be not as though they are. I get all that. But there's a point in time where you're just like, okay, I understand I can speak faith and I can speak things into existence. And I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. But there's also a time where you got to be honest with yourself. And say, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here. I, I, this is the amount of money we make. This is where we live. This is what I drive. This is whatever it is. This is the state of my marriage. This is the state of my relationship with my children, with my parents. You know, this mm-hmm. is where I am. And so I need to be honest with myself first and foremost and say, I'm here. Right. This is where I am. Like the rich ruler in the Bible when he came to Jesus and asked him to come and heal, I believe it was his servant, or was it his daughter? Um, Oh, no. Okay. So there was a rich servant who came to Jesus and asked for healing for someone. I don't remember the exact details. And Jesus asked him, do you believe? It was his daughter. His daughter. Okay. And he said, I believe, but... Help thou my unbelief. So he recognized that there were some areas of his faith that were strong. Yeah, I believe that you can heal, but could you help me in the areas where I kind of waver in my faith? And that's being honest. That's saying, you know, um, I don't have it all together. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important when you recognize where you are, identifying with the areas where you're strong, but also identifying the areas where you're weak. Maybe you are a Christian. Maybe you are a person of faith. But we all have an area where we're stronger in our faith than another area. So Doug is more is stronger when it comes to uh, financial faith, like 
you know, giving and believing God. Um, whereas I might be a little bit more apprehensive. Now I'm being transparent because somebody else may feel the same way. Uh, but believing to see healing and miracles and signs and wonders, I believe all day, every day. I'm strong in my faith that God is a miracle working God. Well, that could mean miracles in our finances. That could be miracles. But we all have an area where we're stronger in our faith than another area. We may believe God, you know, that we can be healed, but we may not believe God for a job. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, throwing out examples. Uh, We may believe that someone in our family can get saved, but maybe somebody else may not can get healed. So there are different areas where we um, have stronger faith. And again, that's identifying where you are spiritually, which we talked about as one of the where art thou. Where are you spiritually? Where are you emotionally? Where you where are you in your relationship? I know Bishop Jakes said something a long time ago. Well, you say a long time, but he said the same faith it takes for you to believe God to put something on sale. The same is the same faith. I got it for you. Is the same faith that you can use to believe God to increase your finances so you can just pay for it. Yes. So it's the same faith. So. You know, when you believe in God, Lord, I believe you're going to put this on sale. I believe you're going to mark it down. I believe they're going to mark it down or whatever. Just believe God, Lord, I believe you're going to give me the finances to pay for it. Yeah. And so. I like that faith, even though I like a good sale. Yeah, you like a good sale. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) That's your thing. And I am am okay with it. So coming back to your, your thing, it wasn't the daughter. It was the son. The son who was. It was in Mark nine twenty three, okay. And the son was um, throwing himself in the fire, and he was like, "Lord, I believe, but help, help thou my unbelief." Mm-hmm. So that's what that was. It wasn't the daughter. The daughter okay. was, "You don't have to come lay hands on my daughter. You just speak the word, and she'll be healed." Okay. So okay. <clears throat> so with that being said, I have a scripture uh, that I would like to discuss in further, further. Well, no. Just further. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take us further in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First Peter 5, 6 through 9. And this is the amplified version. It says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, casting all your cares all your anxieties, worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at, a, at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a, lo- a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour, but resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. Mm. So why did I bring that up with where are you? Because you have to be sober and be be vigilant. And this is what I was saying earlier, but this is just... A scripture to to back up what I was saying of being honest where you are. 
set aside. I want to. I, I highlighted some things. Set aside selfish pride, so that He, meaning God, may exalt you to a place of honor in His service. So, self righteous pride. I I know pride. I know pride. Um, had a very I had a relationship with pride a while back when we first got married. I was very prideful. And even, you know, like started my business or tried to start, well, I did start the business, but it wasn't what God told me to do. And it was something I wanted to do, and I didn't do it the right way. And I put the entire family at risk financially because I had a, a, a dream and a prayer. And not necessarily in, well, yeah, I had a dream and a prayer. And I was like, I'm going to start this computer business and I'm going to be the next, you know, whatever. And, you know, but it wasn't God. It wasn't a God-given idea. It wasn't a God-given vision. Mm -hmm. And so I was just trying to do my own thing, self-righteous pride. And so there, and I'm, 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 I'm really talking to the, to the person who right now, who you have a, a, a vision, a plan, a goal, but I don't know, and I'm not going to say God didn't give it to you. God may have given it to you, but is it for this particular time? So you got to be, you got to be careful because it's all about timing. Just because God has given you the vision and the, or the plan doesn't mean it's the time to to execute the plan. Now you got to say, okay, God, when is it the time to execute the plan? And if you're married and if you're thinking of leaving your job at the end of the year, you know, it's a new year, I'm going to leave my job and blah, blah, blah. But I'm married. Then you need to have a conversation with your wife, with your spouse, with your husband. And so you can come to an agreement on this because God's not going to give you a vision or a plan or something at the expense of your marriage. I, I just do not believe that. I don't believe God's going to give you a business, but then your business will take, you know, then you're going to get divorced in six months. But <laughs> but your business, that that's that's just out of order. Right. That's not the type of God we serve. So just be careful about that. Just like I say, you can marry the right person at the wrong time. You can start a business. It could be the right business, but you're just starting it at the wrong time. You're just trying to do it at the wrong time. Instead of leaving your job, why don't you try to to do your your business on the side and then build it up? And then, you know, you and your spouse talk about it. Hey, in three months, we'll, we'll reconvene and see where we are and so on and so forth. Or every month, I'm just trying to give you some advice because I don't believe God will give you an idea, plan, thought vision for a business, but then in June or July of 2023, you and your spouse are on the outs and you're, you're looking at divorce. I just don't believe that. Right. And it's been said before, it's not a scripture, but I've heard it say, said before, when God gives you a vision, he will give you provision. Yes. Um, so it's not that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Doug, you're not saying don't step out on faith. No. But there's, but there's a way to step out on mm -hmm. faith. When you do it the right way, then God will meet you and provide, and yep. you'll see doors open for you, and you'll clearly see that um, 
that this was definitely you heard from God. Yeah. And it's not going to be at the risk of your marriage because um, that is a covenant between the husband and the wife. And a three-strand cord is not easily broken. So when God put y'all together, it wasn't his design mm-hmm. for you to dismantle or come apart to start a new business. Yeah. And I like for for and I'm going back wow, we were in Texas, um probably two thousand uh, no, we were in Texas. So this was ninety seven, ninety eight, um when we were in Texas and I tried to well I started the business when I left uh the company. And I just didn't do it right. I I know looking back at it now, I was trying to cut corners. I wasn't on the up and up with certain things. And I'm not going to go in details because I don't know what the statute of limitations is. But but I just, it just wasn't 100% on the up and up. I wasn't 100% on the up and up. So that self-righteous pride because... And I'm not saying, you know, God didn't give me the idea for the business, but I didn't do it in a way that would have pleased God. I was doing it in a way that was pleasing to Doug, trying to, you know, trying to get the business up and running. Well, I'm trying to do this, so I'll cut this corner. I'm trying to do this, and it just did not work. But going back to our topic, you looking, where art thou? You were in a different place with God then than you are now. Mm -hmm. And he used that experience because nothing gets wasted. God will use every experience to teach us a lesson. And so you learned from that experience as we do every day. And that's another part of identifying where art thou? Are you in a place where if God says to you, no, you're going to not stop and listen to the voice of God. Um, you got to be really in tune with the Holy Spirit that you are in a place, again, where art thou, in God, that when God speaks to you and says, it's time for you to move forward to do something, or it's time to wait, or it's time for you and your spouse to have a heart to heart, or it's time for you and your spouse to go to counseling. You just have to be a willing um, child of God that when God says this is the time and the place and then he'll remind you like he did you Doug remember when you tried to do XYZ without me you see what happened Mm -hmm. and those are all learning experiences so wherever we are today those are opportunities for us to learn from our mistakes or learn from our victories and and move forward um, successfully mm-hmm. in our marriage. Uh, if you're single, if you are divorced, because you know we don't want to exclude people who have been divorced. We certainly know that people get divorced. Yeah, um, we're trying. We are here to hopefully help those who are still married not to go down that road. And those who are single, who desire to be married, to not enter into it lightly so that they end up divorced. But we also want to encourage those who 
who have been divorced, that those are experiences that you can learn from identifying where you are today and where you want to go forward. Because we want people to successfully move forward and not make the same mistakes like we've learned from ours. Not to say we don't still make mistakes because we still make mistakes. We still make we're, mistakes. We're still human. Yeah. But we are open to God helping us learn from those mistakes. And in verse 9 of the Amplified uh, Version, uh, 1 Peter 5, 6-9, it says, knowing that the same experiences of sufferings are being, of suffering, are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. So knowing that you are not alone, that other people are going through, because sometimes the enemy will paint a picture that you are the only person in the world going through whatever it is you're going through. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, There's always someone going through the same thing or someone who's been through what you are going through. Mm-hmm. They've already been down the road. You're traveling. And so know that. And again, where are you? I'm, I'm traveling down this road. Um, I'm trying not to make these mistakes. But I also know that other people have traveled down this road that I'm going down. And I, my prayer to you right now, to those that are listening, is that God will put people in your life who've already been down the road that you're traveling. Um, whether it's raising children, finances, whatever whatever it may be, uh, marriage, uh, second marriage, third marriage, whatever it may be, um, going through grief, that somebody has already been down that road or they're further down the road than you where they could tell you where the little potholes are and things to be very, um, things to be aware of. And so that that's my prayer for those that are listening right now. And um, just to kind of wrap this up is that when you, the title of this is Where Art Thou? And the question I have for the, for the people who are listening is repentance in order. Uh, could it be possible that you did something the Lord told you not to do Uh-oh. or you didn't do something the Lord told you to, to do Uh-oh. and now you're exposed and don't know where you are? You know, just like Adam, you know, you can eat, you can do whatever you want to do, but don't eat off this tree. And so Adam and, you know, and Eve, they ate off a tree they weren't supposed to. And so it's repentance in order because you just, you just missed the mark. And we've all missed the mark. It's not, I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm not trying to, to, to browbeat you or beat you over the head. But this, Lord, I messed up. I, I repent. I need your help, you know, however you want to say it in your own way, in your own words, but repentance, you need to change the direction and that you're going in and who you're getting advice from and who you're listening to. Amen. And we pray that you uh, have a blessed week and we'll see you next week when we'll be praying out. Where art thou? So if you're, if you feel like you need to repent, um, again, I'm I'm here with you. My wife's here with you, and we want to touch, extend our faith with yours. Again, you're not in this alone. Um, our prayer is that 
Again, first and foremost, we're not your pastors, but our prayer is that you seek someone who's been down the road that you're traveling. Now we're talking about um, relationship with the Lord. And so uh, a local church, that's, that would be a great place to start. Once you um, repent and you say, you know, however you want to say it, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. You know, I put other things in front of you. I put other people in front of you. But I, I'm, I messed up. I missed the mark. Yeah. In your own way, your own, however you want to do it. There, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no words I can give you. I can, well, I can, I can give you, but uh, I just want you to repent. And from your heart and say, Lord, you know, I, I really messed up. And so once you repent and after you repent, our prayer is that you find a local church that will help you, guide you and build you up. So you again, you're not so you don't be on this road. So you don't be so you won't be on this road by yourself going down this road by yourself. Amen. So have a conversation with God about where you are. Ask him to forgive you, accept him as Lord and Savior. If you've already done that before and you are in what's called a backslidden condition, you've kind of lost your way and you want to come back to God, just ask God to forgive you. Tell him that you acknowledge that you are a sinner and that you want to be saved and you want to do better and you need him and you recognize you can't do it without him. He'll come into your heart. And it's that simple. And we'll be back next week uh, as we uh, pray. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.